morning, it's Money Talk with James Ross, seven minutes to nine, and it's time for us to take our view from Australia. And I'm pleased to be joined by Diana Messina, uh, Deputy Chief Economist at AMP Australia. Uh, Good morning, Diana. Good morning. Thank you for having me on the programme. It's nice to have you on. Um, Is it a, a good, bright day in Sydney this morning? Uh, it is actually a bit bright after a, a week of rain, so I'm looking forward to the start of summer. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, Australian wages data lower than expected, but uh, upside risk still remaining through the rest of the year. That's the, uh, the title of one of your pieces that you put out uh, this week. Uh, what is the labour market like at the moment uh, in Australia, Diana? Well, Australia's had a very sharp increase in labour supply, so our participation rate's actually gone to a record high, whereas in some other countries like the US, you actually haven't seen a participation rate recover. There were some older workers in the US that have permanently left the labour market. So what that's allowed the labour market to do in Australia is to keep a lid on wages growth. We haven't had the same acceleration in wages like the rest of the world, the data this week showed that annual wages growth is running at 3.6%, which is much lower compared to countries like the US where it's been 5 6%, even places like the UK where it's even stronger. So the labor market is still very strong here. It is showing signs of weakening, uh, but we haven't had that breakout in wages growth, which is good news for inflation. Uh, what is the outlook, would you say, for uh, the Australian market and the Australian economy in the next six months or so? How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling mixed about it because I think the impacts of interest rates have been quite unequal in Australia. We have uh, quite a unique, I suppose, housing market in that most uh, households with debt mortgage debt borrow either on short-term fixed rates or on variable rates, whereas in a lot of other places in the world, households with mortgages borrow for in long-term fixed rates. So the potency of monetary policy globally, I would argue, is less than in Australia. So if you have a mortgage in Australia, you would be very much feeling the impacts of those 400 basis points worth of rate hikes from our central bank because the pass-through to your mortgage is pretty quick you know it's right. it's, it's a few months if you're if you're on variable rates so so, so that's different that, than from the US where you know we're hearing today mortgage rates surging uh, the 30 year fixed rate hitting the highest level in more than 21 years yeah so i mean that that is a that is a problem if you're a new borrower in the US but if you're or you you want to roll off and refinance but why, why would you refinance at um, a much higher rate maybe only if you had to uh, but if you've just locked in your mortgage for 20, 30 years in the U.S., you wouldn't be feeling those impacts of those very high 30-year mortgage mm. rates. Mm. So in Australia, it, it, it's a unique environment. I think that the, the risk of recession here is still quite high, but it is a, that, that housing market dynamic is a reason for why we're probably not going to get as many rate hikes in Australia compared to our global peers. Uh, what are you feeling about the RBA and uh, uh, the implications for the September meeting? Um, any any thoughts after hearing about the contents of those minutes from the from the Fed in the, its July meeting? I'd say inflation is still a concern for the central bank, like it is for the Fed. Uh, we haven't seen the same deceleration in inflation here, but also because our inflation figures peaked later compared to the US. Uh, but 
the RBA is probably going to be on hold for the next few months because there's no reason to justify another rate rise right now. Inflation's coming down, wages growth is not a problem, the unemployment rate is rising. I can't really see any factors that would push the RBA in this current point in time to hike rates again. Now, how about the Aussie dollar? It's been plummeting uh, of recent times. Uh, what, what are your th- thoughts there? Uh, is, is that going to have uh, you know a big impact? Yeah, I've been getting asked a lot of questions about the Aussie dollar. It's kind of been a bit boring in the last year, but now it's exciting people again because it's fallen to such a low level. Right. I mean, the Aussie dollar is is a it's it's a pro cyclical type of currency. So when global risk sentiment goes south, like it has in the past few weeks, the Aussie dollar depreciates. And it is seen as a proxy to China in, from a trading point of view. So the weakness in the Chinese economy is leading to that, to that drop in the, in the Aussie dollar. Ultimately, a lower currency here will bring in some more imported inflation. Um, but it is good for export growth. So to be honest, I don't really think it will have a huge impact on, on economic outcomes. The, the bigger driver of growth for now will be the impact of interest rates. Well, thanks for joining us uh, this morning, Diana. Uh, Diana Musina is Deputy Chief Economist at AMP Australia. Well, on